stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. And all my men, she made it clear. One of those quiet options you just dream about where you can just kind of go through your process uh, on your own quietly. And, um, you know, that's all you can ask for as an older player in the league and someone who's been around for a long time and just enjoys that time to yourself to just relax, to not be bothered, to not have any obligations or anything going on. And, you know, I think that's what this offseason has been about. It's been about really enjoying my time and spending it where I want to spend it and not feeling like I have to go anywhere, not having any responsibility. But still being an NFL player at the same time, it's been great. We had a good time. I can't see Again, that's Aaron Rodgers. And again, if you're just reading that or listening to that, it is open to being misconstrued, which I do think is a mistake. But that's just my opinion. Jesse's opinion is much hotter than that. And it's more about the shirt than the words. Or I guess it's about the words on the shirt. Jesse, in full disclosure, you are a Favre loyalist. And Aaron Rodgers may not even be your second favorite Packers quarterback of your lifetime. But why did the shirt really get your goat? Now, Lynn Dickey, my... Uh, what was that all-time I'm, I'm Tunger aware. team? Yeah, he's my guy. Uh, okay, here's the thing. We're playing games now. Like, now we're just... we're. You can't be in this situation and also poking fun at the situation. Like, he, everything the guy does is intentional. Everything he says to Kenny Mayne, everything he says to McAfee, everything he says to you, Jason, everything he says here to Brian Anderson, like, everything that he is doing is calculated and intentional. And so he wears this shirt. I'm offended with an emoji on it. It's probably innocent. It's probably just some stupid shirt that he picked up along the way. It was like, oh, this is kind of a fun shirt. I'll wear this when I'm backpacking through Peru or whatever the heck he does. Like, nice. So he's like, oh, I'll go on. I'll go on wearing this shirt. And then people are going to think about, oh, well, he's wearing the shirt. And that's going to get con- conversation going again. This whole time, he's using all of his media friends, including us. Like, he's in, in a way, he's used us. He's used. McAfee, he's used Kenny Mayne, he's using everyone, which is why I think you should be offended, Jason, that he won't just say anything. Like, he's just, he's keeping this narrative going, and it's just frustrating that he just wants conversation to continue, it seems, without saying anything about his situation. So at this point, if I'm Mark Murphy, who I don't even really like, like, I don't really like what he does up at, with the Packers. Like, I don't like I don't know. Sure. I never, never met the guy. I don't know him. Like, I just think he's kind of a goofball. I don't really like Mark Murphy, but <laughs> if he's going to be out here and, and I need to plant my flag in one of these camps now, if I'm Mark Murphy, all I say to the guy is, look, you're under contract for three years. I understand you may not be happy in your workplace, but show up for work now because we're not trading you. We're not idiots. We're not trading you. Like, you can either come to work or you can retire and you can sit at home and you can lose money. Like, it's up to you at this point. But, like, this this whole thing that's gone on for two months now, enough is enough. Like, you haven't actually, as far as I know, he hasn't said publicly in any way what he really wants out of this rift. So, 
Right, but why does he... Uh, Greg, here's my thing about what Jesse's frustrated with, because now he's gone beyond the T-shirt to he wants public statements to clarify what he wants. As long as he's told the Packers what he really wants, the rest of that stuff is just us being... And I am including myself at this. Us being selfish because we want to know what the hell's going to happen and what's going on right now. Isn't that... Isn't it more important that he's told them, and if they have said either, well, I don't know if we're willing to do that, that's what mad. like, I don't, I don't understand the component of he owes it to us to tell us what he wants. But if that's the case, Jason, I'm sorry, Greg. If that's the case, then why is he Heard wearing his fair play? Why is he wearing a shirt that says "I'm offended"? Why is he saying certain things to Kenny Mayne and to McAfee, and he's not actually coming? Like he's, it's not that he's not talking publicly about it. It's he's dropping these clues well, along the way. To, didn't well, first of all, he hasn't talked to Pat McAfee since the news broke. Right, the last time he talked to him was before Adam Schefter's report, um, and. Let's be honest, when he talked to Kenny Mayne in the one answer that was in any way related to his situation, I think he was pretty clear about what he wanted, at least from a cultural standpoint. He went into pretty significant detail about what he believes is the way people are treated in that building. And the, now, you could debate whether he's right or wrong, right, Greg? I mean, you, you don't have to agree with him, but I think he was pretty explicit in at least talking about that aspect of his displeasure. Uh, no, I'm with you there. Um, I, I, to your previous point, I, I don't know what the conversations are between Aaron and the Packers. I don't know if they're ongoing. I don't know if they're if Aaron puts the Heisman up and says, "No, I'm busy. Well, I'll get back to you later." I, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes with the two entities, and I think that's part of the frustration here. Is that uh, not that the Packers haven't misstepped in this entire situation? Uh, but in their opportunities, they have chosen in a different way to say nothing, although Matt LaFleur has been very effusive in his praise for Aaron and uh, saying very clearly, we want him back in the worst way. It's almost a sign of desperation. We're pleading for you here, man. And then Aaron's off doing his you know, reindeer games on national television or Zoom or whatever it is. So it, it feels like a... It feels like sort of a different mentality. Like Aaron is sort of toying with the Packers, and the Packers are like, we want you back. Yeah, but you kind of screwed up ahead of time. Like, let's not forget that. So I get why there, there is likely a rift here, um, but it feels like the Packers are entering desperation mode, or maybe I'm just sensing that from Matt LaFleur, and Aaron is still kind of in game-playing mode. Um, and I don't know when that ends, but that's, that's the source of frustration for me, is that I don't feel like we're any closer to a resolution six weeks from training camp as we were, you know, immediately after the NFL draft. I feel like we're just in the same spot. More is being said, but more of nothing is being said. And I'm not sure what's being done. So I'm kind of out of, I'm kind of in the dark on all that. Behind closed doors, behind the scenes, what's happening between the two parties? The next date that matters is obviously July 27th. So now from June 16th, and tomorrow is the last OTA practice, which, by the way, uh, apparently the Packers and their player, their veteran players negotiated to some degree what attendance for the offseason program would look like and what would count as credit to their workout bonuses because there's 90 guys on the roster and there were 55 guys at practice yesterday. Greg, as you pointed out, 
Aaron Jones showing up. That was it. A couple of inside linebackers who would be nominal starters in Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin, the only other starters to attend. Aaron Rodgers not there, but any name that was a name was also absent from that. The question is whether he shows up on July 27th now or August 6th or sometime during training camp. Because I think we've established, at least on this show, that I don't believe, and Tausch doesn't believe, that he won't be the starter on September 12th. But as Jesse points out, we're basing that on what we know about him personally and believing that a guy that says that he wants to play five to seven more NFL seasons won't sit out a season. But again, I never thought that this would reach the nuclear option that it has either, so I can't say with absolute certainty, and certainly not with the optimism that James Jones has shown, that he will be the starting quarterback on opening day. Isn't that isn't he the linchpin to the whole thing? Just get James Jones in the room with Aaron and the Packers and let him be the mediator. Let's figure this out, guys, shall we? There are there are are we up against the clock here? We've got new clocks. I'm all thrown for a loop. My granola's getting soggy. My back's still a monkey fist. Can we get into the James Jones thing a little bit? Or do we need to wait a couple of minutes? I have some specific thoughts. 